Hey everybody, I'm Boogie. I'm Head. And this is Block Talk. We are Cement Block Productions. We're a small production company, minority owned by the way, that helps small businesses grow their social media platform. And this is our podcast. Me and TJ have been friends for quite some time and we met in the craziest of places. Yeah, prison. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing it just to, you know, further everything for us business-wise and, you know, just trying to stay out the way. It's entertainment. It's fun. That's all it is. Yeah. And we cover a wide range of topics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to say the three S's. Sports, society, and simps. Because we got a problem with all three. And you realize that me and Head agree on a lot, but there are some things that we will just not see eye to eye on. And that's fine, because that's part of podcasting. Anyway, we hope you enjoy the episode and you continue to enjoy it. And uh, follow us on Instagram at cementblock underscore productions, on TikTok, on Instagram, all that good jazz. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe the video on YouTube also. Yeah, if you want to follow us personally, my Instagram is da underscore honcho, H-O-N-C-H-O-5-9. And with that, enjoy the episode. Si limpio no importa se o sea Como sea, cuando sea, siempre sea Con la corta en la disco aquí nadie vocea Yo me la voy a buscar Como sea Susi limpio no importa se o sea Cuando sea, donde sea, siempre sea Con la corta en la disco aquí nadie vocea Yo ando jodiendo en la calle como desde el 2002 Joseando y flipeando, buscándome en lo del arroz Ilegal lo hice, legal la aplique con mi voz that's when they want to like bug you the most like yeah like homegirl i don't know if you heard that episode where i told homegirl straight up i was like oh i don't need more female friends what the fuck i need to do that for yeah and i was like actually i forgot i'm anti-social i don't really fuck with people like that you know what's crazy though if you if you ask a woman because i've done this right if you ask a woman like uh because so the, fr- the the question came up, right? Because I'll be telling them, I'll be like, I ain't got no female friends. And they're like, mm. why ain't got no female friends? I'm like, tell me one thing that a female friend could do for me. Facts. And then... <laughs> and then... They look lost. You know what's crazy? Yeah, they'll be lost. They'll be like, oh, they'll give you dating advice. And I'm like, listen. No. Man. I'm like, listen. No. If you want dating advice, I was like, do you go to a fish to ask to how to catch, catch a fish? a fish? Or no. do you go to a fisherman? Do you go to a deer to, t- to ask it how to trap it and kill it? Like, nah, no. Like I guess that should have fucked you up. Because, like... They give you terrible advice, dude. Yeah, yeah, facts. And they be hiding shit from you. Like, because some, some girls, they be having interest in you, but they be hiding that shit. Yeah. And then whenever you try to get advice, like legit advice, or like they misdirect you, so yeah. you fuck up. Because you know what it is, though? They like to... You know what's crazy? So... Certain shit attracts women, bro, but they don't want to admit the shit that attracts them. Because let's be honest, most women are attracted to legit, like, fuckboy behavior. You know facts, what I'm saying? Unless facts. they're, like, in a transitionary period of their life where, like, they're, mm. like, I've already fucked with too many fuckboys, so now, facts. like, I'm looking for that good guy type shit. But most facts. of the time, like, just raw attraction is, like, fuckboy characteristics. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But they don't want to admit that, so instead they say what they think facts. that they should be attracted to. Facts. Or if you're asking from, like, a female family member... She's trying not to hurt your feelings, so she's telling you like, 
a nice thing. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had this thing happen with my brother, right? So I talked about this on another podcast with a uh, with Gallo from uh, Suicide on My Favorite, mm-hmm. and I, I just recently did an episode with him. It's dropping like on the eighth or whatever, but it's crazy, man. I was telling him the story. So my brother was texting this chick, right? And he's like, I don't think she's that interested. Mm. And I was like, well, what y'all talking about? So he gives me his phone. I'm reading the messages. I was like, bro, she's dry using you for attention. Like, she don't actually want shit from you. Facts. Like, she doesn't want to be with you, none of this shit. Like, she's Facts. not going to be no play. Facts, validation, and all that shit. Yeah. Like, I think one thing that was an eye-opener for me one time was, she's still a good friend of mine. We're just kind of more, like, distant right yeah. now. Uh, from a far kind of kind of sort of situation, but years and years ago, I was just hitting these walls and taking these L's. And I was like, "Yo, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong." Nah, 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 nah. And she's like, "Well, it's because you have so many girls around you. It makes you look like a player, and you treat us all super nice and good." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" First off, I have to keep a bunch of females around me yeah. because if I don't. Y'all won't think I get hoes. Yeah. You have to have the secret to getting women is having have women. women yeah. Even if I'm have like ten women around me, I'm only involved with one of them. Yeah, I have to play it up like I'm pimping them all. Yeah, or else I can't get the one I actually like. Yeah, and then when you tell them the truth, it's like, oh, actually, they just my homegirls, girl. I only fuck with you. They're like, really? Yeah. And then they guard. I say it all the time. Listen, a woman's imagination is a man's best friend, bro. Because this is fact. Imagination because they think you get no bitches. They gonna treat you like you get no bitches. Whereas in if you get women, bro, and they have that like I hate to say fear, but that fear of like fuck, he could really like drop me at any second type Facts. shit and like have another bitch like in the hour. Facts. That sometimes that'll get a woman with her get right. Oh, but anyway, so I was telling my brother that shit, right? And so then he's like, I don't think that's true, bro. He's like, you just on this like haterish shit, blah 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 blah. I said, all right. And he's like, I'm gonna ask uh, Rose, you know my sister, shout out, and mm. um. I was like, go ahead, bro. I said, she's going to lie to you. Go ahead. I said, watch. So he asked my sister and my mom. And sure enough, they lied. They're like, that's not true. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And so then I was like, okay, now read the messages, though. I said, he said something that made him very unattractive. And I can see why she don't see him like as a potential partner. Mm. So then she's like, I don't think that's true. She reads his text and she's like, nah, yeah, I won't fuck with you neither, though. <laughs> she's mm. like, so then uh, The he's sisterhood like, is some real shit. Yeah, so then he's like, well, why did you lie and tell me like that that wasn't true in the beginning? She's like, well, I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. And I was like, see? I said, that's it right there. I said, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I said, but because I know... Bros, we usually just tell it like it is. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? I say this all the time, right? I'm like, I think the men grow most out of trauma, like having a traumatizing experience. Mm, so like, that's, that's when you have your biggest growth. So like, listen, if I tell it to you raw to where like it sits in your mind as in like damn he said this fucked up shit to me or like it sits like fucked up in your heart where mm-hmm. it's like damn like that that shit hurt to hear mm-hmm. that shit so then you will adjust accordingly whereas in, sometimes bro some dudes don't want to hear that shit because they're like nah fuck that that's not true blah 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 where I'm like come on man like yeah, it is what it is bro yeah it's facts like like men men in general like. Like, right, right, again, this day and age, a lot of younger guys, they live in delusion. There's a lot of chicks that live in delusion, but there's a lot of young men that live in delusion. It's like, there's dudes that think that, oh, I, I should be getting 100 bitches. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. It's like, but Brody, but like, what do you got going on to get these women? So, yeah. like, you but gotta. See, it's also a societal thing, though, I yeah. think, you know what I mean? Because you gotta think about it. So, the consumer market is 80% women. Like, did you know that? Facts. This is facts. Yeah. Facts. So, like, a lot of ads and shit like that are targeted towards women. This is facts. But the problem is, a lot of young men see this shit, so they're like, 
oh, okay, like think about it, like a rom com, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is what women want. You're supposed to be the non threatening friend for Facts. years until she wakes up and realizes that I'm who she's supposed to be with. Facts. Where it's like, bro, that's not how that, it goes. That's dude. not how it goes. No. But like, like I said, though, it's a it's a lie that's perpetuated. It's it's, 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 and it's a, upon. Yeah, so it's definitely a thing. Like um like when I hang out with I have two friends that I mainly hang out with, uh you already know Dano. Yeah. The other one is Curly. Yeah, I've heard him on the podcast before. Yeah, shout out to Curly, shout out to Dano, Splash Gang. You're, you're, you're. Um, but there was like one point in time where I was just hanging out with Curly, like heavy, heavy, and you know he's a Cali dude. He smells like weed, super duper bravado, Bay Area pimp shit. Yeah. When he sees a chick, his game plan is just like, oh, I'm gonna send her a drink, then I'm gonna slide over here and talk to her, and and I'm like, oh, that should be working for you. That should don't work for me. I'm kind of different. He's like, oh, all you gotta do is do that. And I'm like, eh. all right. And then I tried it, it failed. But it would blow his mind whenever we would go out and I'd just sit there and be quiet, not do anything next to some chicks or something. And then yeah, they just. Come break your dick off. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd just be chilling, like, not doing shit, just ignoring chicks. And then they started going crazy for the shit. And he's like, how the fuck do you do it? I'm like, nigga, I. So okay, it's, yeah. a, it's a psychological thing. I don't know. They're so used to getting that attention. And it's the, yeah, it's like you said, they want that attention. So it's like they're seeking out. Yeah, so like, that, why are you not, you know what I'm saying, trying to yeah, fuck yeah, with yeah, me? Yeah, and it's like you said earlier. Like, imagine a woman's imagination is a man's best friend. Because, like, if you don't say anything a lot of times... Their imagination goes crazy. It's yeah. like it's like, oh, why don't he fuck with me? Oh, maybe he's this, maybe he's that. Oh, oh maybe he has a hundred bitches. Yeah. Maybe he has a bad chick or something. Maybe we don't look good enough, and yeah, it play, and it plays into it attacks your ego a little bit. Because you notice too, they come up to you. Because I noticed they come up to you and try to prove how hot they are. I noticed like that night that you, me, Dan, and my sister went out. Mm-hmm. I noticed that girl that was like pushing up on you and all that shit that you know was like twerking on you super hard. She yeah, came up to you. Crotch like, still hurts. Like, <laughs> the, the the way she tried to like holler at you was, she felt almost offended that you weren't giving her no attention, mm-hmm. and then she was almost trying to explain why she was a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas like yeah yeah yeah. Because again, she's seeking that validation from you, where she's like, "Listen, I've been told multiple times that I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. So what's wrong with you? Like it's obviously something you doing. Something you doing. But yes. I find you attractive because I'm wondering why do you not see me yeah, like that? And it's, yeah, that whole night that was just that was just that, you know. Um, the little Asian girl that grabbed me, like it's like, oh, I'm dancing with your your crew. Why aren't you dancing? Come on, little Wayne. And it's oh like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, too. it was crazy, but I don't know how. We were literally just chilling, and then a whole dance circle started around us. Yeah. Like, that shit was wild. I was like, that's that's crazy. We had the juice on us. We had the the, the splash, the wave. Yeah, it, but it was crazy. Yeah, and it was then, good times though. Good times. Yeah, and it was crazy too because then we left that dance circle. Because, like, I'm going to be honest. Once dude showed up, I was like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Because at first, oh, yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. those four Asian girls came up to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, this is all right. You know what I'm Shout out to like Filipinos. Huh? Shout out to the Filipinos. Shout out to Filipinos. And Man, they came up and I was like, this is cool. But then, like, dude saw that we was lit and we had women. So they're like, well, I'm going to go slide on over there. And, like, three dudes showed up. And I was like, I'm good. So I dipped out. Facts. And then, obviously, them three dudes wasn't doing their thing. Because you remember those four Asian girls came back and started another dance circle around facts, us. Facts, facts, facts. Because you remember, I was just drinking and we were talking. And then out of nowhere, that like, Asian girl like grabbed my collar. And I was like, what? The? I was like, who the fuck is grabbing me? And I turned around and yeah. then like, you're in the circle, bro. You're in the circle. I was like, 
Well, y'all made the circle around me. Of course, I'm in the fucking yeah, circle. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was, this shit was wild. Yeah, that was a wild night. That was a good one. We gotta do it again. For no, real, definitely, bro. We owe definitely you some, some brewskis. Yeah, we gotta get. We gotta uh, link up with Dano again and decide if something's going out. I'm hoping I can be off work this Saturday. Actually, maybe we could do some Friday. We'll see. Make some shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bet. Let's make it. Let's make yeah, it happen. I actually got money. Yeah, there I, got, you go. I, got, I got paid. I got paid around the first, but fuck it. YOLO. Yeah, he go. <laughs> my, my sister's coming into town, too, so we can literally run oh, it back. Oh, we can run it back. Yeah. But well, you know what's crazy, dog? Like, oh, real quick, I guess. We're already 10 minutes into this shit. Uh, welcome to Vlog Talk. I'm Boogie. Today, we got a special guest host. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my boy. It's Mr. Slam Burton, us slash world radio. That's uh, right. Uh, the, the man, the myth, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend. Pair, uh, uh, Patron Poppy in the building. <laughs> Patron Poppy, dog. Patron Poppy. There we go. Let's be. How many times do you, do you ever tell women that's your name? Come on, there is sometimes that like I'll shoot women. And I'm like, I'm like, how you doing? I'm boogie. Like, if I see her vibe. Oh, do I go off of my my nickname? It, yeah. it depends. Um, or do you introduce yourself with your real name? Because I, I think it just kind of depends on the woman. Yeah. Because like, sometimes I introduce myself like with my real name, and then other times like I see certain women, and I'm like, oh, how you doing? My name's Boogie. But because I see in her head. Like, it starts a conversation because she's like, why do they call you Boogie? You see, for me, it's kind of like a pick and choose kind of thing. Like, if it's an older chick mm, that's got her life together, nine times out of ten, I'll give her my real name. Yeah. If it's just like a chick I'm just trying to hit or a chick that I'm trying to duck, I'll just give them my nickname. Like, oh, oh, they call me Slim or yeah. whatever, whatever. Uh, Patron Poppy, that one, that one's pretty new. I think it's because of, like, um, there's this lady that I work with who doesn't speak... Well, she speaks English, but she doesn't speak it fluently. Yeah. So she was always talking to me in Spanish, just, you know, and I would kind of pick it up. I can understand bits and pieces of Spanish, yeah. you know, I just can't speak it back fluently. And I started working on developing my Spanish skills because there was another chick that worked there. She was a super bad Puerto Rican lady, big booty, everything. I'll show you pics after we get. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to holler, but she had like four kids and shit. I'm, I might still, I might still try and bag it, but, you know, whatever, fuck it. I get it. Um, but her homegirl that worked there, when after the other Puerto Rican chick left, she would start talking to me in Spanish and she'd pick on me in Spanish. She'd say shit like, oh, seeing your bombshell? No, 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 no. I was like, bombshell. Yeah, I was, I was like, what? <laughs> and then this other lady was like, bombshell. And she started explaining it in Spanish. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd be there, but not like that. Yeah. And after a while, she started calling me Poppy. And I was like, oh, hey, I'm lit out here. I got these pretty ladies calling me Poppy. And I can't go by champagne, Poppy. Yeah, see, I thought it was a, play, I thought it was a play on the Drake thing. No. Like, so the people that don't know, Slim is a big Drake fan. I, I am a Drake fan. A Drake defender. Honestly. I'm a, no Drake slander allowed. But. <laughs> Not in his presence. I don't know if you heard the episode. I was talking to TJ about it. I was fucking with him because I was like, yeah, man. I went out with. Uh, I was talking about the conversation we had in my truck mm. about the the Drake album, and I was like, I was like, listen, bro. I said, after a while, it kind of almost sounded like. Like Slim and my sister would drink nut riding just a little bit. And I was like, okay. better be like that. Though. So like, like the thing is, like with our platform with uh, Splash World Radio, I try to attack it from more of a like DJ perspective. Yeah. Like I try to be as industry friendly as I can. So yeah. if we do ever get noticed by somebody big, we probably will one day. We'll get noticed. I'm speaking things into power. Yeah. But when exactly. we get noticed by somebody big, I don't want. I want to be able to navigate that professional world. Yeah. You can't really be. Given your reckless opinion, you yeah. have to give like a genuine opinion, but you have to be tactful. Yeah. So me, I'd be like, oh, it's a Drake album. It's different. I like it. It could have been a little better, but you know, I like it. So what about if like Six Nine hit you up? I hate Six Nine. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> I hate Six Nine, nigga. Why though, bro? 
That nigga be snitching. Listen, I, I say this all the time, right? <laughs> again, by separating the art from the artist, bro. Like, I mean, there's my, that. my gym playlist has a bunch of his music, but again, it's more shout out to his producer because I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, the beats he be having, yeah, he has some heat. Because I'm not even really paying attention to his words so much as in like, because let's be honest, he's like, you know, get the blicky, uh. Yeah, so he got the stick, like shit, like that. Yeah, bro. I'm like, girl, you're not really saying anything. Yeah, he really but, ain't saying much. Yeah, but again, the, the beast be hitting so hard. Where mm, I'm like, yeah, oh, the, yeah he's definitely pro- he's very he's definitely carried by production. Yeah. Um, I don't know the six nine shit. Like it's a weird thing. Like it's, it's like I understand his situation for yeah. telling at the at the same time though. But I'm like, uh, you. He wasn't really a blood like that. He got put on yeah. for the spectacle of it. Yeah. And then when shit gets hot. Well, because he knew what would be popping. You know, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's an yeah. entertainer. Yeah, he's in New York. New York. Yeah. And New York bloods out number of Crips like five to one or some it's shit. Like so that. it's a so, lot. Yeah, so it's a lot more out there. The United Blood Nation is out there yeah. on Rikers Island and shit. So. You got to think about it too. It's like, there's a thing though, right? That I tell people when they try to tell me, like, oh, he's a snitch. I'm like, listen, first off, if y'all were put in that exact same situation, I honestly believe maybe 85% of the population would fold. Yeah. Because not a lot of people are made like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Cause, I don't really like to talk about it too much. You know what I'm saying? But I, I didn't have no Cody in my case. You know what I'm saying? With, uh, for those of y'all don't know, a co-defendant. Mm-hmm. But that was because, you know, I refused to say anything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm not. This is all alleged, by the way. But, <laughs> I mean, it's also right. closed. Oh, you know oh, I mean? oh, I've already, I've already been charged guilty, so it can't yeah, come back. Yeah. But I wasn't the only one there. But, like I said, when I went to the interrogation mm-hmm. room, you know, I didn't fold. So, I was the only one that got locked up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, I realized, after I was locked up, I was like, oh, bro, a lot of y'all ain't really made like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got so many people that, like, they turn state or, like, they'll snitch on their Cody's or, like, they're the only one that gets popped and then all their friends all of a sudden start getting popped. Where it's like... Yeah, it's true. I, I tell people, I'm like, listen, man, you got to think about it. I said, you're... Cause how old was he, bro? Like 19, 20, some shit like that. Like, he was wasn't six, that old. Six was, I think he was like twenty three, twenty two. Okay, so he was in his twenties, early twenties. Okay, think about it like this, right? 22, 23 years old. And this, this is also why I kind of give him a pass because again, I know not everybody's built like that. But I was seventeen years old when I caught my case. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in Texas, you could be charged charge as, as an adult. adult. You could be charged as an adult by like fourteen or some shit. Depending depend on, on the crime. If, yeah, yeah. depending on the crime. So I'm seventeen, and I remember the first time I went to court, bro. They offered me sixty five years. Mm. So I was like, fuck, like, I'm going to die in prison, bro. Like, I literally, like, I had that thought in my head where I was like, mm. I'm going to die in prison. But because they told me, they're like, listen, man, like, we know other people were with you. The witness said that there were other people. You know what I'm mm. saying? He said he saw you hop in the passenger side of the vehicle. And I'm like, no, nah, he was shook. You know what I'm saying? He was scared. He's misremembering. I hopped into the driver's seat. Mm. And they're like, that's not what it is. Like, we're offering 65 years unless... <laughs> You give us the name of the driver, and then we'll drop your time down. And I'm like, I'm good. Well, see, they usually drop the heavy number on you first. Yeah, and then they go down. So, so they can scare you. But you know what's crazy, though? That's a Harris County thing. I was locked up in uh, Montgomery County, mm. like right, right around here. Mm. And bro, they start low, and then they go high. Yeah. Like, they tell you, they're like, listen, cop out in the beginning, mm. because the number's only going to go up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because see. Because I had a partner got locked up. They offered him five in the beginning, and he was like, oh, I'm good. Y'all going to go down. And his lawyer told him, they're like, you, you come from Harris County, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I don't work like that over here. He's like, I'll see you next month. But just know that there's five going to be off the table. He's like, all right. They mm. go back the next month. They offer him seven. And he's like, what the fuck happened to the five? And he's like, listen, Montgomery County is different, bro. We go oh, up. Yeah, he's true. Like, we don't go down. True, true, true. Yeah, because like spring, spring is a weird like area. And I tell people this who aren't from Texas. But spring is a weird area where... About half of it exists in Harris, and the other half's in Montgomery. And the other half is in Montgomery. Like if 
if you're, you're right now where we're at, we're still Harris. Yeah, yeah. We, we haven't hit the Montgomery. Yeah, yet. once you get to a certain point of the freeway, everything is Montgomery. Yeah. But the like laws are tricky, depending on like that little line, that invisible line. And laws are like yeah. always tricky. Which also that line isn't like people like to think that it's like a a circle mm. where it's like, oh, this is Harris County. But if you actually look at like the Harris County like outlines, bro, it's mm. so dumb. There's like some places yeah, that like. Yeah. It's just like the city limits. Some mm. of the city limits are like really weird because, like, on certain parts of like 45, you're still inside the city limits, like going pretty far out. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, and if you hit like 290 or something like that, like you're not really in the city limits after a certain while, where yeah. it's like a lot shorter. So it's like kind of crazy. Yeah, because I used to think the spring ended kind of at Rayford, but yeah. I had a homegirl, this chick I was seeing at the time. She lived off 242. Yeah. Her address said it says spring. spring. Yeah. yeah, and then even when I lived like across the freeway from her. Same shit. Because it's crazy. Because like on so on the left side of two forty two, you're still in Spring. But if you go the other way down two forty two, that's Conroe. Yeah, that's Conroe. So it's, yep. it's crazy. Because Conroe's also built weird. You know what I'm saying? Where it's yep. like it's built strangely. Yeah, it's very strange. But because like even the house I had off two forty two was literally like eleven minutes away from Conroe. Yeah. I was twelve minutes away from this part of Spring and Conroe. It was weird. Like I sat right there around the corner. If I took one right and one left up the freeway down forty five, I'm in Conroe. Yeah. And if I go this way, um, yeah, spring, it should, it should so, be wild. So it's, it's weird, but um, oh yeah, going back to six nine thing real quick before we get too far off. Yeah, so again, he goes to court. They offered him sixty five years, mm. and again, four short he, of sixty nine. Yeah, and, and this is my thing. He doesn't really have the. Uh, he doesn't have the reason not to snitch though, because think about it again. I mean, this is what I say. Cause they betrayed him anyway. They were planning on killing him anyway. They were planning on killing him. They had already robbed him. They tried to kill him unsuccessfully. They fuck, fucked fuck his, his chicks. Yeah, so, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Weird. It's like, so I tell people, I'm like, look, if you can honestly put yourself in that situation, and a hundred percent, like you guys to know, like that you're not gonna fold. Which most people, again, you won't know till you're in that situation. Right, right. And again, it have to be that exact same situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that would change everything also. Yeah, everything is circumstantial. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm saying. I, I, like I said, if I met him, I wouldn't be all like, oh, you a snitch, bro. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, like, blah, blah. It, it's not even like a hate thing. I just kind of look like, mm. but you have all those antics. Where Where's the, you know, but the same time you got in jail and was still wild and nobody's yeah. tried him yet. So, fuck yeah. it. I mean, it is what it is. So, that's what it is. I mean, think about it. I mean, again, I hate to keep bringing this up because I know uh, TJ don't like Meek Mill slander, but he spit on Meek Mill, bro. And he didn't do shit. Meek Mill didn't do anything. And, that's what is, and people talk about how gangster Meek Mill is. This is facts. Yeah. This is facts. But, uh, like I said, people don't want to <laughs> talk about that part, though. This is facts. People don't want to talk about that part. 21 Savage did not slap him in the club that time. Yeah, and they were like, I think like there was only one section separating yeah. their sections, right? Yeah. Yep. And like six nine waved at him and let him know he was there. Yep. And like I don't know, twenty one Savage's manager was saying he's like he I didn't mean, even know he was there. He's like he wasn't paying attention to him. And I'm like, I don't know, bro. He making a big spectacle. I mean, I get you gotta separate the art from life and yeah. you gotta you know, not bring street shit into like the music shit. You and then know? you get like a King Bond situation. Yeah. Yeah. R. I. P. R. I. P. Unfortunately, you know? yeah, R. I. P. to that young man and his family. But, like I said, left kids behind the shit. It's, it's tough, though. Yeah, like I said, true. don't get me wrong. I, I like gangster rap, right? And I like hearing that type of shit because it puts me like in a mode. Yeah. But again, I also kind of don't want you living that gangster life no more. Yeah. True. Like, true. True. Like T Grizzly, right? I like T Grizzly, but because he Good says it though, he's like, listen, I already got like the streets already done back me. You know what I'm saying? I already did all my time, all that shit. Facts, facts, facts. A lot of his new stuff, he talks about like how he has real talks with his brother about like, hey, listen, like uh, I got a kid now. 
mm-hmm. we're trying to build an empire. Mm-hmm. Like that street shit, like that's dumb. We already done did. We got our stripes. Can't nobody say that we not like about it. Right, right. Like now we're supposed to be able to grow man shit about taking care of our families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I love that shit. That was a T Grizz is like one of my favorite artists. Yeah, T Grizzly, Lil Durk. Like just as far as gangster shit, uh, School, Moneybag Yo, Schoolboy Q, Schoolboy Q, Twenty One Savage uh, even is kind oh, of definitely grown 21. up. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Fuck. Englishman. Yeah. <laughs> Real kind of sewer words that young man. But But you yeah, know and a bunch more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, like like I was watching a schoolboy Q interview uh, last night when he was talking about his last album and you know, it kinda got a little emotional when he talked about Mac Miller, who was actually like one of his best friends, yeah, RIP. RIP. And one thing uh Charlemagne asked him, he was like, Well, do you ever feel like you need a Quit talking about the gangster stuff and this and this. He's like, well, everybody thinks that gangster, this gangster shit don't have depth. This ain't, this ain't like me just talking this shit. This is our lives. This is our stories. Yeah. Like, this has depth. This is my life. It's no different from Kendrick talking about his shit. Yeah. Or, like, it's the same shit. It's just my life was different, you yeah. know? And. It's different struggles. Yeah, you know, when, and sometimes, you know, when people hear, like, gangster rap, Rappers tell their story like shooting shit up, and some of them don't be saying nothing. I'm not even gonna lie, some of them yeah. be capping too. Yeah, but but again, I can separate that line. Yeah, where yeah. It's like that's fine. I don't care if you are capping; it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be able to show that you are a human being and you growing and yeah. trying to live a normal functioning life shows something. Do you, Do you fuck with MGK, Machine Gun Kelly? Kill. Yeah, back in the day I did. You know it's crazy. So look, now he's more of like a rocker. Like a, a, a pop. He, he can rap. He can actually rap really no, yeah. good. Yeah, he's got skills. Yeah, it's like pop punk is what he calls it. I think. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know. You know, he dropped that uh, that documentary. Well, he didn't drop it, but Hulu dropped that documentary, uh, Life in Pink. I've seen a little bit of that. And so I, I wanted to ask you, right? Because this was crazy, and I I, I think that you have a unique perspective on it because mm-hmm. of this new Drake album that just dropped, mm-hmm. where MGK is like, listen. I, I dropped four rap albums under Interscope. This is facts. And then... He was on Bad Boy. Yeah. And then I dropped this pop punk album. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Tickets to My Downfall and shit like that. Which right. is way different from anything he's done before. All right. And so many people were hating because they're like, this isn't rap. What the fuck is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. A lot of people said the same thing about Honestly Nevermind where they're like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't the Drake that we wanted. You're right. So talking about rappers that evolve and turn more into artists and like just more like mm. musicians because he was saying like him being locked up in COVID made him uh, like re-fall in love with the guitar mm. and then him and Travis Barker became real good friends to where they were just collabing during get COVID. well soon Travis I know he's in doc- yeah. the hospital but get well soon yeah definitely get well soon man shout out Blake 182 one of the greatest drummers out there but mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'm saying so talk about that and again how he he evolved and so many people were mad at it I'm like a lot I listened to the album and uh, mm. it's great. I actually like a lot of songs on there. You know it's different. It's, it's got some. It's got some edge yeah. to it. But he's definitely like a lot more of like experimental, experimental and bearing his soul. Because like a lot of the songs he talks about, you know, like like uh, him getting with Megan Fox, where he's like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know my ex, and that makes things uh, so much more complicated. Mm-hmm. And like he talks about how like it was weird for them at first. Because, I forgot those two are together. Yeah, they're still together too. It's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's really crazy. And he, you know, it's crazy. He talks about how insecure he is being with her because he's like, listen, like, I'm the real me when I'm on stage. Mm. And again, they got together during COVID. So he's like, listen, like, he's like, when I'm not on stage, I feel like an insecure child. So, like, you, you mm. can't see the real me, bro. He's like, listen, like, you're going to mm. like me when you see me on stage. Mm. And, like, in the documentary, she's like, 
I already love you, dude. Like you tripping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, facts, I, facts. I love who you are like this. Like, uh, you don't gotta impress me with all this fucking <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, it's um I definitely think that artists who start out as rappers, it, it kinda puts you in a bind a little bit. That's why like like me, I experiment with music sometimes. Yeah. Whenever people will find out these things, they're like, oh, so you're a rapper. I'm like, yeah. eh, I'm more of a musician. I they like kind of try to put you in that box. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like to make beats. I know how to play a guitar a little bit. You know, I actually, you know, like to fuck with a lot of different sounds. I don't like to just call myself, because I know rappers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're cool. They're all cool. I kick it with them. But I don't like being put in that little lane because when people, when you tell somebody you're a rapper, it's like, oh, what's your SoundCloud? Uh, how many followers you got? And they try to play that little mode. Me, I'm like, mm, I just fuck with music because it's fun. Like, yeah. like, I do things, as a creative person, I do things that inspire me and I stop doing them when they're no longer fun to do. Yeah. Like, and when it feels like a job. Yeah, even, yeah. even like the podcast shit, like, we take it very seriously. But I, I approach it from a creative angle. I got, yeah. if I'm not having fun with it, then it's not working. Like, I think there was one episode I was cutting and the pieces were just falling apart. I'm like, oh, I'm not having fun with this shit. And I had to walk away from it for like a day yeah. and come back, different playlist, different edit, funner, had some weed and some coffee and yeah. I was able to focus a little bit more and I was like, oh, I'm having fun with it. As a creative, you have to be able to enjoy the thing you're doing and also be passionately be passionate about it and take it seriously. Yeah. Like... Kanye, like, even though he be saying some off the wall shit, he's a big inspiration for me. Cause yeah. like, Listen, he's a great artist. I love Kanye. Kanye to me is like one of the top three artists, and he's not two or three. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he inspired the whole generation. Like, this, yeah. is, this is facts. Like, seeing him go from backpacker rap to orchestra style rap to electronic yeah. techno mixed in kind of rap to yeah. just going full on. Melodies and 808s and heartbreaks and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna say, man, yeah. going from college dropout to 808 and heartbreaks, going to that uh, collab that he did with Jay Z. Yeah, uh, Watch the Throne. The Watch yeah. the Throne. Yeah, and then you know, uh, my, my beautiful, beautiful dark, dark twisted, twisted fantasy. fantasy. That yeah, was so great. Of, I love that album. One That's one of, the one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, one of the best yeah. albums of all time. Period. Yeah, exactly. And it's crazy. Bro. I remember when it came out. It's me and my brother were talking about it, right? So I was in. I think I just started high school when it when it dropped, and I think mm. he was in middle school. And so he was like, bro, I remember my friends hating on that album so hard. And I was like, me too, bro. I was like, everybody hated Kanye. People I was hated like, I don't Ka- get it. People hated Kanye because of the Taylor Swift shit. And yeah. then when he came back with... The thing is, that's weird about that little time span. He came back with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And then not even a whole year apart, he dropped Watch the Throne. Yeah. And niggas didn't know how to feel. Like, he won everybody over with Watch the Throne, but they forgot about My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. Which is... Pretty much watch the throne sonically, yeah. Just without Jay Z on every song, you know. Yeah, basically. And yeah, it's like wasn't it like voted like one of the top fifty albums of all time, right? Yeah, Some shit like yeah. That? So it's up there. Yeah, it's, it's up there. It's incredible. I love it. And then he went from all of this. Oh yeah, going from that to like yeah, Donda he, and Donda Two. He stuff went like from that. all this crazy overproduction because when you go to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fan- Fantasy and watch the throne, those are some of the most overproduced, well crafted pieces of work ever that and uh cruel summer that like, yeah like, like production masterpieces I, yeah is what i call them and then when it came time for jesus it's like well he didn't really have nowhere to go yeah. sonically also fire so he had to strip away all the overproduction yeah. and just give you the basic layers yeah. of then it he had like the life of pablo also that was another life album. of pablo that's another one yeah and but then, 
Uh, Yay. Yay was another one. That was a gospel album. Yeah. He gave you something different each time. Yeah. And even though people would look at him and be like, oh, this isn't the Kanye I wanted. I wanted a, a, a soul sample and rapidly rap Kanye. And I'm just like, man, like, people aren't in the same creative space anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, you gotta grow and evolve though. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta grow and evolve. Shit, sometimes I remember there was, <laughs> like, I remember I was dating this chick and she asked me things that I disliked about things that women do that make me mad. And yeah. one of the things that make me mad is when you do something that upsets a woman. And then we're like, hey, is everything good? They're like, yeah, I'm fine. And, oh, they, don't, yeah. and they, they, don't, they don't tell you right away. Yeah, those like curt, like they give you curt responses yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then later on down the road, they start throwing all this shit at you. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Where'd this come from? And when I told her that, she looked kind of scared. And I was like, why? What's, what's wrong? She was like, well, I do that. And I'm like, oh. Most women do. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I was like, a lot of y'all do that shit. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, but I was like, a lot of women hate when you. <clears throat> a lot of women hate when you generalize them, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, right? I was having this conversation <laughs> with my sister, uh, and I was having a general conversation about women, and she's like, "You can't generalize women." I was like, "Sure, you can." I was like, "You can generalize people, period." Mm-hmm. I was like, "How do you think we get stats? Like, that's generalization yeah, yeah. of a large group statistics, of statistics." Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, it's, it's really a numbers game, yeah. and I'm like, "You can generalize." I was like, "You can generalize men too." I was like, "It's not like a, yeah, it's, it's not sexist to generalize." I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, "We're speaking right now about the generalization of women." Facts. But if you try to tell them that, it don't sit right in their spirit. They don't like hearing that bullshit. They're yeah, like, they don't want to be looked at as science experiments. But you know, it's, it's because if you literally talk to everyone, she feels like her herself is special, and there's like no one else like her. Where I'm like, listen, ninety mm. percent of your personality is exactly like every other female. Exactly. I, I'm diving on that in a minute, but <laughs> but but oh yeah, finishing up the article. But thing. yeah, like, and I told her I was like. You got to remember, like, who I was today was not the same as the nigga that I was yesterday. I can do some shit. I could change. Day, people change day to day. You learn and you grow. Yeah. You know, like, if I, how are we supposed to learn and move forward if you don't tell me that something's wrong? I'm not saying the nigga I was five months ago. I'm thinking different. I'm, my skin's clearing up. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you get into, like, use, a use car different accident soap, and something you know? happens. Yeah. yeah like, you know? Shit like, happens. People die, people live, you know, shit happens. Like you're not the same person anymore. You get but, a raise at work, you change to a different motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and as an artist, you can't get people gotta remember that people people alone change all the time. Yeah. Artists have to change and evolve or else they're gonna get stagnant. You're gonna get the same shit over and over and over I and over. Again. They're changing though in front of such a large audience that it's mm. more like in the forefront. Whereas in like you changing if somebody hangs out with you every day, mm. if it's not like a real big change, it's gonna take them a minute to notice. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like even with like clothes and shit. Like, yeah. like yeah, I like think Kanye's fashion. Yeah, fashion, fashion, man. Like, I remember the whole Kanye shit happened with the fashion shit. Like, because at the time, like when I was coming out of high school, was, everything was still kind of baggy. Yeah, baggy era. And then Kanye came along. He kind of transitioned more into like the fitted area, and of course. The jeans he was wearing back then, niggas thought those were skinny. They, they really aren't that skinny. They're yeah, really no, slender. they were just more like fitted. Like. Yeah. And then I started wearing like Levi 501s. Everybody's like, oh, those are skinny jeans. I was like, are they? I'm like, listen, you ain't seen the 322s, dog. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Like, and then I went from that to Slims, and now I actually do the skinny jeans thing. Yeah. And, 
And people who've seen that shit evolve, I remember every step along the way when I changed my fashion taste. Like, somebody would be like, oh, that shit's trash. Oh, that shit gay. Oh, that shit lame. But then their chicks would be giving me all the compliments. So yeah. then on the low, they'd be like, oh, hey, where'd you get that from? Oh, I'm trying to get that. And it's like. That's the thing. It's like, because I used to wear like real baggy clothes, you know what I'm saying, back in high school. Because like that was the fat or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Jenko jeans and shit yeah. like that. Like, yeah. super loose. Facts. And baggy. You get the south poles and you sag them to the yeah, knees. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You get the extra big polos with yeah, the big the, horse on it. The tall tees. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. When Lacoste was popping and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, now, bro, like I said, I own a couple pairs of skinny jeans. Most of my shit's like relaxed fit. Mm. And then, you know, now, like, every now and again, bro, like, you know, I'll, I'll throw on an anime shirt and I'm like, yeah. Because it's crazy. Because, you know, back then, like, as a kid, I mean, you were looking at my figurines right now but as a kid you remember it was like lame to like like anime mm. but now like our generation is really kind of coming more to the forefront mm. where it's crazy bro like you know because i'll be on dating sites and shit like that and i'll talk to women and they're like oh bro it's so crazy that you like anime because like it's on my profile yeah that I, I like anime yeah yeah and, and they're like oh it's so crazy that i met a guy that likes anime and i was like bro i feel like everybody's in anime now yeah, everybody likes anime but you know what's crazy though a lot of dudes still feel that inherent shame like they feel like a nerd bro yeah that they'll lie about liking it until yeah, a girl yeah. says she likes it where i'm like look i'm putting it out there because i'm gonna fuck what you like, yo, like there, I, I like it yo there be some bad chicks in the anime yeah. i met like a lot of like cute girls that are really yeah, like anime cosplayers and shit like that but yeah. then my thing though i'm not asking you to like what i like like I, we can like our own separate shit yeah, facts 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 because you know a lot of women like like dramas and shit like that and i'm like listen bro i could give two fucks less about your drama show that facts. you're not asking me to watch it bro facts, you just enjoy facts. it by yourself because like you. yeah facts because i remember like whenever like, as soon as I became, like, an adult, like, because, like, when you're a kid, you, you kind of care what people think, but you're watching anime on the low. Yeah. You know, and your homeboys, y'all are kind of nerding out, but when the chicks is around, you're like, oh, yeah, no, you know, can't, you, can't, yeah. talk, can't talk about it. Mm-mm. Like, y'all have your Yu-Gi-Oh cards stashed yeah, in your backpack like, to the very end yeah, of the day? Yeah, 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 yeah. shit like that. Uh, but then when you become an adult, you're like, man, I make all the money. I don't care what nobody thinks yeah. about me. Like, I'm that cool. Was it, bro. I spent a bunch of money on it. Like yeah. I said, bro, inside that entire case, there's... There's over two bands inside that bitch, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, easily. One thing I told one of my homegirls, her dude was, like, really into sports. He was a sports dork. I like sports. I yeah. love sports. I love sports. But, like, I'm not, like, into the stats and statistics. Oh, fantasy football leagues. Like, that shit cool. Yeah, that's me. That, yeah, see, see me. you're one of those niggas. Yeah. But she was like, I don't know. Like, he's just super duper into sports and shit. I was like, look, he is a man. Men are all dorky about something. Yeah. I might be dorky about clothes or rap and or rap whatever. or anime or whatever the fuck. This nigga's dorky about movies and sports. Like yeah. men, we have interests and hobbies and things that draw our interest. And sometimes chicks they get mad because they don't realize that our whole world does not just revolve around chasing them. Yeah. Like, and when they find us out, like some of them think it's cool. But you know what it is though too if. If they find out that you're like your world does revolve around them, it's they game over from that shit. They're yeah. like, Ugh, no, I yeah, don't it's like game that. over. It's game they, they over. They want you to have a hobby. The thing is, though, they don't want you to put more time into your hobby than you do them. They're mm. like, listen, work should take up, let's say, you know, I'd say, let's say half your day. Let's say mm. work takes up half your day. Okay, mm. work takes up half your day. Your hobby should take after that fifteen percent. Mm-mm. And then they want the rest of that pie. <laughs> That's where, where they don't realize, like, listen, let's say again, work takes up half my day. Mm-hmm. My hobby gonna take up a nice quarter, and then you know, uh, errands and shit like that I have to do to be an adult and be grown mm. will take fifteen percent. Because let's be honest, it don't take that long to like 
clean up your house. It don't take that long to buy no, groceries. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. That's, that's like, a finite area. Exactly. That's 15%. Yeah, that's nothing. And then the rest is her, where she's like, well, that's not fair. Minus the grown-up shit you have to do, I'm the smallest piece of the pie. Where I'm like, yeah. But that's also why you like me, though, because you realize yes. I'm not pedestalizing you and putting you yeah, above I, this other I, shit. I got a whole life and world. Like, I guess, yeah, I like there was one chick I was trying to holler at, and we went out a couple times, and then just it just fell apart. I don't know what the fuck happened. She just, like, quit fucking with me. People still ask me, like, what happened? I'm like, fucking nigga, I don't know. We were cool, and she just stopped talking to me. But then... Started posting some snaps Like I got I had like a guitar at the time And at my crib Not now But it's at, I think it's at my mama's house But I started playing guitar again And she saw the snaps She was like Oh my god I didn't know You played a guitar That is like so cool That was like The hottest thing ever I was like One I'm not that good Two You could have learned this shit If you actually took the time And put in the work To get to know me Yeah And started just bailing the fuck out After like Two or three days man. It's like What the fuck I think people hate to hear this to, to, to be attractive to a woman You gotta come hard You gotta come fast True Like honestly You have a finite amount of time That's why listen I also say too If you meet a woman on a Saturday Right Like let's say we go out If you meet a chick on a mm. Saturday bro You gotta try to get her to brunch on Sunday Or meet her up for coffee on Monday Facts Because if The more time you spend texting her And the more time you spend fucking with her True Like through text and shit like that Even without you realizing it You're becoming less yeah. and less attractive Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of women actually It's crazy You know they did like a study or whatever for for women, because a guy will give a woman a lot of different chances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, a woman, definitely. If you actually make a real good first impression, it's hard for her opinion to change of you. Right. Whereas in guys, they did the same study. Guys tend to stay very fluid on their opinions of people because they're like, yeah. I'm kind of going with what you show me. Whereas in women, if you show her a great first impression, bro, it makes an imprint where she's like, Okay, I kind of look past this other bullshit because this first impression of what he showed me he is, mm-hmm. that's what it is. This is true. Yeah. This is true. It is what it is. But yeah, listen, because they, they make their mind up quick if they're going to fuck with you or not. Listen, bro, that's, I say it all the time. Women know within the first 15 minutes that they want to fuck you. Facts. And when I say that, because I had some pushback against this, right? There was this uh, chick that I was talking to, and she listened to the podcast, and she's like, that's bullshit. I said, how's it bullshit? Mm-hmm. I said, you knew within the first 15 minutes that you want to have sex with me. And she's like... No, I didn't. She's like, in the first 15 minutes, I didn't try to have sex with you. I was like, no, 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 that's not what it means. What I mean is, in the first 15 minutes of you knowing me and doing this interview or whatever the fuck you you want to call it, of you judging me, Mm. you knew if I was attractive enough, you know, through my words, through my actions, and mm. through my physical attributes, Mm. of if I qualified to be a sexual partner. I said, that's what I mean. Y'all make a 15-minute decision. That's why I said, bro, you got 15 minutes within meeting a woman to fucking make the best impression. This is true. And a big mistake a lot of guys make, bro, when you go up to a girl, you got to make sure you have her und- uh, undivided attention. Well, a woman. You got to make sure you have your, her undivided attention. A lot of guys sometimes, bro, I notice they go up to women and they'll start talking while she's on her phone or like yeah. not doing, like doing some other shit. Thanks. And then she'll turn around and the worst response you can get is, what? Where it's like, you done fucked up now. You already made a terrible impression because she sees you as, you know, meek, timid, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas if you go up to her and you get her attention, where, like I said, I'm not telling you to touch her or nothing like that. I'm not saying be rude. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, I give her, like, a light tap on the arm and then, you know, get her attention to turn around for whatever she's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And also, I keep my body, like, half-cocked like I'm still moving to let her know, like, listen, you're not boxed in. I'm true. not trying to force a conversation true. on you. True, I'm true. going somewhere. True. And that makes her feel more Also, Also, she ain't focused. Yeah. And so, I let her know that. And then I'll be like, hey, excuse me. Uh, I hope I'm not bothering you. And then she'll be like, no, you're not. What's up? 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. my name's Boogie. I just want to let you know, I think you're very attractive. I just, I had to come say something. You know what I mean? Because I saw you over here looking fly with your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I had to come introduce myself. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then I just walk off. Like, that's it. Like, that's yeah. the end of yeah. the interaction. Yeah, that's you know how what it is. Yeah. I mean, because... Uh, so that night that we went out with that chicken, that white dress. You remember that first interaction? I was only there like ten minutes, and then I dipped, mm-hmm. and then I went back later, and then that's when I had got her number. Yeah, facts. Because I didn't want to let her know. Like, listen, I'm busy. I'm coming back from the bar. I just got my drink. I'm gonna go hang out with my peoples. Facts, you know facts. And maybe, maybe I'll talk to you later. You yeah. see what's up? Also, doing the uh, the shoot and run tactic. You know, you you give them a compliment and you just keep it moving. Yeah, like, Because uh, I see some some of the old players. They be like. Yo, baby, like, look, I got this money, I got this, money. and they try to like lay it heavy, and it's like, yeah, are are you trying to get her, or are you trying, or is your job trying to get her? Like, yeah, that's how hey, you just be like, oh, I like your hair, that's fly. Yeah. And then if they come back around, you know, then you come back around, you circle the black, you yeah. circle, you circle, you circle yeah. around, you you circle then around. you shoot the shot. Yeah, because she's also her seeing you go around and like move around, and yeah. like I told, I told it on another podcast. I'll ask a woman to dance, right, mm-hmm. and then I won't ask her to dance. The very next song, I'll go ask somebody else to dance, mm-hmm. and then maybe one more person, and then maybe I'll get back around to her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I've had it before, bro. Where like I'll ask her to dance, or sometimes like I'll be looking at her, and she'll be making heavy eye contact, and so will I. Mm. And then I'll like literally like look like I'm walking towards her, and then swerve at the end, and then go ask somebody else to dance. Mm. And then the next song, I'll go ask her. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard like, "Damn, I was wondering when you were gonna come over here." Like I'll make my way over here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Like you know, there's a lot of women out here that want to dance. Yeah, facts. You know, shit like yeah, that. Facts. But they're like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's another thing I noticed too. Uh, I don't. know. My mind works really weird, so I, I think it's from growing up with a lot of siblings where we just shit on each other, and you gotta be like, <laughs> quick with the comebacks. <laughs> so now, like you know, when women talk to me and they'll say something, I could come back like just off the head with yeah. a reply so fast. Facts, facts, facts. They're like, oh fuck, like he's witty, like his mind works quickly, like they like. I, I don't know why they find that so attractive, but I've been complimented on, put them on the being spot. witty a yeah, you lot. Put them on the spot. Yeah. yeah, and especially a lot of times, bro. Like, Makes you seem like more out of words. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they'll tell me they'll be like, "I'm never like speechless like this. Like this is honestly like no, I don't, I don't have this rapport with yeah, somebody." They, yeah, they don't have no ammo. They got go, uh, 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 and they got stumbling. Like, eh, 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 yeah. I gotta go. They said they got a dude stumbling, so they got time to think of what they're gonna say. But because they can also kind of already see in his face what he's gonna say, where if you come real quick with it, now they're the ones that's like. Uh, and it's like I gotta go yep. type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but going back to that old school player, bro. Listen, that's why I say all the time, dog. Like you cannot lead with your wallet. Yeah, I I see niggas do that too. Like I think um shit. I was at bond shows like one night. I'm just chilling. Like I'm minding my business. I'm watching a UFC fight, drinking a beer. He's, I think I told a story on my cast. I didn't get into that with it, but one of the kids, one of the kids came and tried to hang with me, and then another kid. Oh, you did this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, I heard on the podcast. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Splash World Radio. Splash World Radio. Make sure you listen, man. But the Latin fellow, he wanted to holler at this emo chick, and he was over here talking about, oh, but I'm a Christian. So he started asking this girl all this weird shit, like, oh, are you a Christian, please? And I'm just like, and she's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, and actually I'm not. And then, I don't know, he was bragging to one of the younger homies about how he could be making up to 40K if he gets his job offer or whatever. And he started showing the girl, like, look, I might be making this one. And I'm just like... You know what's crazy, though? Is that they think... So this is what's crazy. You like, can't leave with your wallet. No, nah, you can't. You can't. They think that's a lot of money also. Like, that's not really a lot of money. That's right now. That's a regular salary. That's a regular... That's yeah. regular. You know what's crazy? For people... That's, like, a, that's an average male salary. For people in our age yeah. bracket, $37,000 a year... No, that's, that's pretty good making, though. That's the average. That's yeah, the that's national right. average. Yeah. Where I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Because, like I said, again, this is not to, like, brag or boast or nothing like that. But, again, I, I make over double that. So, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm doing very well for You're myself. You're doing very well. So, but, anyway, I said that to say this, right? I, I don't need my wallet, though, bro. Like I said, a, a day, I spend anywhere from in between 15 to at max, like, 60 bucks. Yeah. Where I spent 60 bucks, but because That's fair enough. I was going to Dave & Buster's. So I was already buying, you know, like the Dave and Buster's yeah, the game car. cards, the game cards. Yeah, those are you like know, that's forty five bucks. Yeah, you get like depending on how many tokens you want to put on it. Yeah, 30, and that's that's good enough for like an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have a date. Yeah. So that's the, I was already going to Dave and Buster's, so I was like, hey, I'm going to Dave and Buster's. Why don't you come with me? I remember I was telling uh, also my dad about the story, and I was like, yeah, man, we went to Dave and Buster's, and then he's like, are you, is she twelve? And I was like, no, listen, I said it's great because this is what you're gonna do. I said first off, that's a good date. Good. Cheap drinks, okay. That's good. Funny. Cheap drinks. You got TV. You got atmosphere. Not, not only that. You got games, entertainment. You can turn into a competition. Cause bowling like, alley. This is my thing, right? Yeah, because we went bowling. I was like, listen. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, whoever wins the game wins the prize, and it's whatever the person wants that wins. And so she's like, oh, okay. And the girl I was with at the time, she she was very shy. You know what I mean? So this mm-hmm. is our first date. She was very shy. She was very nervous, and she was letting me know. She's like, listen, I haven't gone out with a lot of guys. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, sure. So anyway, I'm like, if I if I win this game, I want a prize. And she's like, okay, what do you want for your prize? I said, if I win, I want a hug. And she's like, oh, okay. Because, you know, she's like real nervous and timid. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So we played. I won. So I was like, you want to give me a hug? And she's like, yeah, I'll give you a hug. You won fair and square. Give me a hug. And then, like I said, it eventually works its way up to where, like, you play the last game. And it's like, listen, if I win this game, this is for all the marbles. I win this game, you got to come back to my place. I was like, now, whatever happens there, it is what it is. I was like, but if I win this game... You got to come back to my place and you got to at least say hi to my dog. And she's like, all right, I can do that. And then like, sometimes it feels like they throw the game a little bit. Because I, I didn't really yeah. seem yeah. like they throw yeah. the game sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not mad at it. And like I said, it's a, it's a cute, nice little thing. Because, again, it, it makes them feel less timid. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, for some women, if they're competitive, like they yeah. like that. Because they're like, oh. It okay, makes like, them more approachable. It makes them feel It makes them feel more like, less like, oh, I have to do this. To, oh, well, yeah. I want the game, so fuck it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or if it's like... Because some women, you know, they don't feel comfortable at a club scene. Like, they don't really go to clubs like that. So they're like, I don't want to go to a club type shit. Like, I don't want to be there with loud music and all the people. Whereas, like, like, let's go to David Buster's. It's also loud. There's also a lot of people. But, again, it's just a comfortability thing of like, we're playing a child's game and having a fun adult time with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, even myself, I'm not really, like, a big, like... Clubber, like in order for me to go to a club, I gotta be like with the mob, I gotta have the gang with me, yeah. and that's why a lot of times I'm in at least two, three deep. Yeah, and a lot of times when I, when I first started hitting the club scene, like in downtown and midtown scene, I was kicking it with my. uh It wasn't even like who was around. It was my brother Earl. He's like uh, an accountant now. And shit, shout out to him. And the gang at the time was called the Band, because yeah. it, it was a bunch of niggas that were just. Taller than me and et cetera, et cetera. He's like, yo, we're going, me and the band, we going, we going to the club. Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, all right, bet. And early super duper, like, polo down, dress shoes. Like, he's good at that shit. And he's like, yo, if we're going to the clubs, we're going to bar hop. You got to look the part. You yeah. can't just be out here like this. And I'm like, you can't be out here looking bummy. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bet. And then, you know, I started wearing, I tried to dress like the rest of the crew. Yeah. And I just felt super awkward, super weird, because I didn't stand... Because, you know, I, I was shorter than all of them, and in a club atmosphere, you're packed, nobody's going to see you, really. It wasn't until one time I got off of work super late, overslept, I didn't grab my clothes or iron that, and he's like, yo, what are you doing? We got to go to the club. I'm like, man, I don't know. Man, if I'm not good enough to get in the club, how I am, nigga, fuck it. Like, I'm not getting in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking care. 
go to the club with a flannel, old vintage Prince shirt, and some ripped jeans. I think I had some Dunks on, something mm-hmm. like that, some some Jordans, some Jordan ones, something like that. He's like, man, I don't know if you're going to be able to get into the club. But I was fly, though. I was jig. Yeah. So I got let into the club. He's like, damn, I didn't know you could get in the club. I was like, yeah, I'm just chilling. We get to the section. It's the homie's birthday. He on the, he on the couch just wilding out, like, you know, flashing his cash, mm-hmm. then pouring bottles. I'm like, oh, shit, K, what up? What up, KJ? What's going on? When he invited all of these raggedy bitches to the section. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst. It was some gross, gangly chicks looking like Mark Henry from the WWE with oh, the with no. the with the boring black no. fucking body suits and nah, you know they sitting on top of the couch with him looking like they balling. There wasn't no section. There was like no room for the homies in the section. Yeah, and not only that, but the homies didn't want in on the section. So I mean, not with them there. I mean, because you want to go to the section, you want to look like a VIP. You want Facts. to be balling. You don't want to look you don't like, want no raggedy hoe. I got a regular bitch that like, any Joe Schmoke could get. Facts. Like, if the lights is low and you look raggedy with low lights, I can't no, imagine. Lights come on, it's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. scary. So I just start posting up out in the front of the section, you know, and, you know, it's a black club. Yeah. So any chick that's, like, not black is going to pop instantly. Instantly, yeah. they're going to pop Latinas, they're going to pop white chicks, they're going to yeah. pop. Like they stand out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when we went to IQ, them Latinas and the white girls stood out. Facts, like, quick. facts. So I'm standing in the front of the section, just looking awkward as fuck. You know, trying to vibe, trying to have a good time. Pinky ring gone. Pinky ring gang. Pinky ring gang. Yeah, I had I had, a, I had a different one at the time. I had like a. I still got it. I don't wear it as much because I don't know. It just falls off here and there. Yeah. But I was mellow. I was chilling, but super casual, just chilling. Three chicks walk up. They're kind of in front, and. First, they're just kind of like dancing in front of me. I look at the three of them. I assess the situation. I was like, I was like, all right, that chick right there, the little petite one, she's cute, but she got X on her hand, so she's probably too young for me to be trying to talk to because I'm not buying her no drinks and she's going to run my fucking tab up. Fuck that. Yeah, because she's just trying to get drunk. She's not even worried about Facts. anything. So then I was like, all right, the blonde is the hottest one. She got the tight blue dress on. She's the baddest one. But then I looked to her best friend. I was like, oh, the brunette with the nice little skirt. She got some style, though. And she got Supreme Louis Vuitton phone case. I fuck with that shit. There we go. So I brushed past the two other girls, and I tapped the medium one, the one that's in the middle. I'm like, hey, I like your phone case. That shit lit. She was like, oh, thank you. Hey, like, take a picture with me. Come dance with me. Come kick with me. I'm like, oh, shit, it's lit. Put my drink down, left the section, started dancing with them. All the homies like, yo, get them bitches in the section. I was like, nah, 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 kick the raggedy ones out first. Kick the I'm raggedy like, yeah, ones out. Yeah, yeah, they, they come in and they see them, they're like, yeah. oh, like they not lit. Yeah, I had to act like I wasn't with the crew, but then the crew kind of started like Moving mashing around you. me. Yeah. yeah. Got homegirl's number, kicked them away a few times, et cetera, et cetera. Did yeah, I, I know. Did, 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 I'm, I'm gonna hit you with the Dano right did, did, did now. Did I lay? Yeah. But, yeah. All right. But, but you know, I didn't really go anywhere after that. Dan will be proud. That's all right. Listen, we go for the bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I know bag. Dan. Dan is different than me. Dan be all like, you gotta start talking about stories about fucking bitches. I'm like, but I'm not you though. That's your thing. <laughs> like you know, like my your your thing is I mean, toes in the mouth and wrestling shit. I, you know? I, I get his point because sometimes I do listen to the podcast and I done out a deep <laughs> side where I'm like. I'm like slim, bro. I'm like, why are you kick with this bitch three times to not get no pussy? Bro? I'm well, like, because I don't know. Sometimes stories be hijinks, and I like telling hijinks stories. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I fumbled it, but whatever. Fuck it, I laugh about it now. Yeah. But 
Dan, me and Dan were two different sides of the same coin. Like, yeah. I'm super reserved when it comes to that shit. Yeah. Dan is super over the top. He's like, yeah, I'm putting toes in my mouth, nigga. Ah. I'm putting hot sauce on their back. And, like, and, hey, and I'm, I'm doing backflips. And I'm a, like, oh, that's just lit. But I'm like, kudos to you, but I'm not yeah. live like you, boy. I, I, I I, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, fuck it. It's funny. Nah, no, I, I get it, man. <laughs> but going to the don't leave with your wallet thing, right? This is a real famous video right now going around on on uh, TikTok that I was watching. So this dude went to a porn star convention, right? Thanks. Went to a porn star convention, and he's like, "I'm gonna ask these two girls. I'm gonna ask these two porn stars out." So the two porn stars that he asked out, for those of y'all that might know the actresses, Isabella Danger and Angela White. You can look them up on your free time if you want to see what they look like. Anyway, mm-hmm. that being said, so. He he uh, approaches these women, right? These are newer ones too. This is, yeah, right, yeah, this yeah. I think one's like Australian or some shit. And anyway, but South Australia. She, she, she bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like she got some D cups and she got some, you know, she got some thing back there. She she bad. I'll show you a photo after yeah. of the girl he asked out. Yeah, I'll Google. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, do your free time. <laughs> but um, yeah. So he he asked her out. But this is how he asked her out. He's like, hey. I, I want to take you to Nomu with me. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, bro. Nobu, Nobu, Nobu. Uh, Nobu. Nobu, Nobu is Nobu. a very expensive restaurant in fucking LA. There's one downtown in Houston as well. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, he asked her out to this spot, like, oh, hey, uh, I, I want to take you to this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, no, it is Noma. So, it's Noma Sushi oh, no. in, uh, right, yeah, in that Santa Monica. Different. Yeah, that one's That's different. That one's different. So... Listen, man, I just want to, like, it's kind of crazy. I don't know, bro. So, yeah, he fumbled it, it. Yeah, so this is the thing, right? So they have a $13 salad where it's like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. You know what I I'm saying? I like salad. I'm, not, are, saying, I'm not saying I don't like salad. What I'm saying is I'm not going to pay $13 for a fucking salad. What they put on it? They put chicken? It's a, a salmon skin salad. Ah, oh, it's trash. It has, that's what I'm saying, bro. Or a tuna salad for thirteen dollars. Fucking yeah. blow me, dog. Yeah, it's trash as fuck. Yeah, but anyway, okay. it's 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 a little pricey. Anyway, see, he he takes her out there, right? Mm. So all night he's showing like a little vlog or whatever, and uh, come on. Oh no, nah, I'm just scratching oh, my shit. Oh no. Nah. Anyway, yeah, you got me all paranoid. Uh, no, no, I'm thinking. No, Skin is uh, touching his face, so he's making me all paranoid. No, nah, I'm listening. I don't know what to do with my hands sometimes. Now nah, you could be. But anyway, so, um, yeah, he's showing the vlog or whatever about them, and they're out and they're making googly eyes. The date ends. She gives him a hug and she's like, "I had such a great time. I would totally be down to do this again." And then the vlog ended. So, listen. Now this is an assumption on my part. For all I know, he bagged her. But I'm assuming the way the video ended, mm. that was it. Like, they left it on amicable terms of, like, oh, mm. thank you. I appreciate you paying for fucking everything. Mm. And now I'm just going to go home by myself. Mm. You don't think that? What what'd you, what'd you well, get? Well, I don't that? know. Porn stars are very... Porn stars, first off, porn stars are in a different, like, league than OnlyFans girls. Early fan girls, they lead with the fact that they got OnlyFans. Yeah. And they want you to either be in their content or subscribe to their content. Yeah. Like I think a little while back, I I met some random chick somewhere. I got the I got the number and I'm like, all right, lit. The next thing I know, like next morning, I got like a Snapchat. Um, Sending her a link to your OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just her like spamming videos about her OnlyFans. I was like, oh, that shit ain't live. Like, nah. I'm good. Yeah. But porn stars sometimes it's like, don't get me wrong. I, like they know they have a career where it makes dating difficult for them. Yeah. 
So sometimes they do want to go through the whole process of traditional dating because they don't they want a nigga to forget that they took forty dicks to the face that morning. You know, yeah. it's like I mean, listen, I have personally seen this porn star like in Bukaki videos. Like, listen, yeah, bro, exactly. this is the thing, right? Again, <laughs> don't leave with your wallet because how the date ended is how the date's gonna end most of the time with most women, bro. They're gonna see you as a wallet and see you as in like you're a very nice guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not you're like a gentleman. In, Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with being a gentleman. There's, but, there's nothing wrong with being a gentleman, but to a certain extent, like I said, bro, yeah. I can be a gentleman and buy you tacos. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Coffee like, dates. You know, yo, women are telling women not to accept coffee dates anymore. It's crazy. Bro. I'm saying, listen, you listen to the the the, the jug game, the finesse game of women giving each other terrible fucking Dude. advice, bro. It's it's ridiculous. Like, that shit is crazy because like, they, they tell you they're like, if a man's not willing to spend at least a hundred dollars for you on a first date, then he don't deserve a date. I'm like. Yeah. No, well, I'm like in that case. I was like, if I'm spending a hundred dollars, in that case, if you're not willing to suck my dick on the first date, you don't deserve a first date. Facts, round of applause. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just gonna go with that logic. This is facts. You're you're becoming a prostitute at that. But point. My thing is this, right? Because look, if you use their logic on them, bro, it, it yeah. crumbles very. quickly. It crumbles very quickly because like, like even I notice it because sometimes when chicks they be like, oh, I, I don't care what kind of money my 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 nigga makes, but. Then they will they only chase the ballers. Or you got chicks who be swearing that they want a baller up and down, but they date scrubs and bummy niggas who don't have nothing. Yeah. And you're like, hmm, 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 yeah. hmm. Where's listen, the consistency though? Listen, man, two things I notice women love to lie about is they don't give a fuck about a man's height and they don't give a fuck about a man's income. That's that's true. bullshit. Listen, that's, statistically That's very true. Women want a man to make generally twenty six percent more than they do. Mm. So if a woman has a certain type of job like let's say that she makes fifty thousand dollars a year. Right. That means you got to make at least twenty six percent more than that yeah. for her to be comfortable in seeing you as a partner. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And most women, let's be honest, they want you to generally be at a minimum eight to ten inches taller than they are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it's not a problem for me though because I like Latinos, so they're very short. You know what I'm saying? Like it works too, out. They're, they're advertised like five foot, five foot one. Shout out to those teams. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm five foot ten, so it works out perfect for me. Whereas, in, I'm not gonna lie though, bro. I noticed like because I went to all black high school. Mm-hmm. If you're not six feet, bro, they not fucking with you. This you know is what I'm this is partially true. Yeah, but uh, this is the thing though, right? If you actually talk to women, I, shout out to my barber. I was actually talking to my barber about this. I was asking her a question, right? Because she's going to school or whatever. She's going like political science or some shit. Mm. And I was like, what a useless degree. But anyway, I was talking to her about that. Well, because I was like, the only way you know that's I mean, going to I mean, work for you is if you're a lawyer. Yeah, if you're a lawyer or if you're going to be a uh, politician, politics. Yeah. Which I, I told her, I was like, are you going to be either? And she's like, well, maybe I could be a lawyer. I was like, see, you're talking yourself into nigga, this bullshit degree. Nigga, I wanted to be a lawyer so bad. But <laughs> then, so, then one of my classmates was like, you know, you got to reactivate your license after a certain amount of time and you yeah. gotta make sure you keep up to date with the laws the laws change every day I was like fuck that's too much work nigga. it's a lot of work it's a lot of work I just wanted to learn how to keep myself out of jail <laughs> I mean that's also good <laughs> but anyway so I was asking her right I was like I was like what do you think is the average income for a man in mm-hmm. the United States mm-hmm. she said about a hundred thousand hell no Again, bro, we already discussed it. It's thirty-seven thousand for men in our age group. Yes, where she's younger. So I'm like, listen, the dudes in your age bracket definitely ain't making nowhere near a hundred thousand. And I asked her, I said, what's the average height for a man in America? She's like, six feet. I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. I was like, of, of all men in America, because for for white men, actually, it is right around six feet, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, most of the time, again, you look at basketball and football stars, do so you think, like, oh, black dudes are the tallest on the planet? Ooh, no. Not true. We're not. Go to L.A. Not Niggas true. are short out there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you go anywhere. Again, that's not on TV. Yeah, that's a fact. But, so, she's, like, six been feet. lied to. Yeah, she, she thinks the average height for men is six feet. I'm like, bro, you know how many people are, are six feet and above in America? She's like, how many? I said 15% of the, of the male population. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's literally a tiny minority. Facts. But, again, bro, it's... They don't think like that, though, because to them, they deserve six figures and a man over six feet tall. Facts. So they'll rule out. Like I said, 85% of men are already ruled out from playing the game. Facts. And, and that's not even counting stupid qualifiers like, what's your zodiac sign? The, the vibes, or, the personality. And, uh, Does he have game? Is yeah, he in shape? That kind you know of shit. Like, that shit. Women disqualify. Have you ever seen that movie with Will Smith where he's just trying to play a matchmaker for our... Is it? Where he's playing a matchmaker for Kevin James? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's and, it. you know, it gets out that this nigga's a matchmaker and all these chicks are like, oh, you're teaching men how to how hit to nuts, us, yeah. how to trick us. And he's like, no, y'all are defeating yourselves. Yeah. You that, that fat, sweet guy that you're in love with, you would never have gave that nigga a shot if I didn't teach this nigga how to do that and shit. He's not teaching them how to trick them. He's teaching them how to be attractive just so they can get their attention. Facts. Then after they got their attention, he's still himself. Facts. And then they realize like, oh, you're such a great guy. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. And that's what it is. A lot of men don't learn attraction though. So they get looked over. Did you know, crazy stat right here. Did you know one third of the population between the ages of 18 and 30 for men are either a virgin mm. or are participating in forceful celibacy, which for people that don't know what the fuck that means, that means and that so, women are not fucking them. Facts. So Yeah, I told Dan that shit on the show, and he was like, that's bullshit. No, that that's a fact. Niggas ain't shooting their shot. And I was like, no, nah, nah niggas, different bro, field out here, bro. You like, know what's crazy? 90% of men are invisible to 100% of women. This is true. It's crazy, bro. Because all true. women, if you actually take like their, their dating factors... They really only want the top ten percent of men. Like I this said, making over making over six figures, being over six feet tall. This is true. But they don't they don't want to think about that because then look, this was crazy, right? They're all fighting for the same top ten percent. Right. But then they're like, oh, there's somebody out there for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm gonna find him. It's like you have to think about it. If you're fighting for this top ten percent, mm. what's gonna make that top ten percent want to be with you? I remember Facts. it was crazy, bro. That night that me and Dan went out by ourselves. We went out to Midtown, right, to to Dogwood. Mm. When we got that conversation with those three women. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. I remember, it's crazy. So, you know what uh, uh, What the straight girl called us to, like, try to put us down? You know mm. what she called us? Mm. She's like, oh, I guess that y'all think y'all are high-value men. Where Dan was like, he ain't never heard that shit, right? Because he's like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, it's a term on the internet oh. that you're using <laughs> condescendingly to describe men who have money. Got game and got women. I'm like, that's how they describe them. They the, like they try to put men the, down they like put, on high value. Men. Oh, that's the Kevin Samuels thing. But yeah, people forget. R.I.P. Kevin Sam. Sam's. But people forget, like when Kevin Samuels is talking that high value man shit. It's a he's talking about rich balling ass niggas. He's that, talking about the top ten percent. Yeah, that all these women are less than after and. It is kind of like a weird thing that happened with a lot of men who latched onto the, his videos. Because remember, he was talking to niggas for three years, yeah. telling them how to get their... Because really, his whole origin story was at first, he was just a stylist. He was like, oh man, I just want to do tutorials on fragrance and getting fly and give people consultations and shit. And every time he started giving niggas consultations about how to work on their image, like, oh, work out, this and that, 
he hear the same shit. And he's like, oh, I'm trying to get girls. I'm trying to get girls. So he's like, all right, what's stopping you from getting girls? You're, you're a young guy. What's stopping you? And he'd break them down clinically. It's like, all right, well, he's like, all right. Well, like, I think there was one video I remember. He's like, all right, well, like, how tall are you? And the guy was like, um, I'm like five, five, six. He's like, all right, so you can't change your height. How much do you weigh? Same shit as women. So how much do you weigh? The guy was like, uh, like a 200, 200 something pounds. He's like, no, stop. You can't be short and fat. How much do you make? And the guy was like, uh, I make $400 every other week. He's like, you can't be fat and broke. You got to work on that first and then the women will come. And this is true. This is true talk. It's real nigga shit. He's he's talking like an uncle. six feet tall, you have to be in shape and you have to have good money. Facts. So he's he's breaking these niggas down and giving them game. And he's like, honestly, and y'all got to stop being so unrealistic. You're not going to get those super duper beautiful Instagram models unless you're just flexed up. Like that's not that's not that's a fantasy. You got to pick within your social circles and your surroundings. That's just not going to happen that much. Some, some, some down the road talks to women the same shit, tells them the same shit. All these chicks, I, I need a high value man. Man, that's gonna take care of me. It's like, but you're like three hundred pounds, and you know, like why should a man take care of yeah, you? Yeah, like, like why? And you got like five kids. Why should he clean up after? And then it went viral because he was telling them the same shit. Because man, we could take some criticism. We're yeah. like, oh, I gotta work on this. I gotta work on that. Like people in my circle, they freak the fuck out. What happened with me like two or three years ago? Basically, I like quit dating for like one year, basically because yeah. I was just like, eh, the dating scene is kind of like trash right now. I really need to focus on myself, my money, and just get my shit together and et cetera, et cetera. So what I do, I just start saving, start working towards getting a promotion. I'm working on another one right now, but I'm working on trying to get a promotion. I got that promotion. Uh, so I secured my bag, saved up, saved up, got me a better crib, paid some things off, started hitting the gym more, et cetera, et cetera, worked on myself and shit. And as I was doing this little journey, this inner self journey and improvement, one of my own girls was like, oh, I'm proud of you. So when are you going to get that nice new girlfriend? And you know me, I'm super duper over the top. I'm like, oh girl, I'm Ric Flair in the fuck out. Woo. <laughs> I'm about to give me so many bitches. Yeah. I was finna say that shit. I was finna wild out and say that shit. But then I thought about it, I was like, I don't know. I'm doing really, really good. There is nothing that a woman could really bring to my life right now. Like Besides pussy. <laughs> yeah, besides pussy, really. And I really don't need to date nobody for that. I can just, you know, you can just pump and dump them. You know, you feel me? Not saying I'm a high value nigga like that, but you know, you know, I'm, I'm a busy guy. And like I said, I, I just like quit doing that shit to focus on myself. And there's a lot of dudes out there who are chasing a chick, chasing a chick, chasing a chick, and not chasing the check. The check yeah. will get away from you. Chicks, yeah. they're everywhere. There's pretty girls everywhere. I forgot what movie it was, bro, but it's a real thing. Wolf of Wall Street had that quote. Yeah. Uh, that might be it. Where That's the like, one. Where yeah, you you'll never lose money. money. No, he's like you'll lose you'll money chasing money. women. You'll never lose, lose women chasing money. money. Facts. And that's that's facts. That's bro. facts. The more money you make, the more and hotter women are available this to you. This is facts. Whereas in again, I was talking to a woman not too long ago, where I told her I was like, oh, I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm putting in overtime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay, I see you, daddy, get that bag. And I'm like, no, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like. I got I got to keep the bag right, and she's like, "Yeah, cause ain't nothing more unattractive than broke dick." And I was like, "I mean, hey, this is what it is." But I'm like, "But this is the thing, though, right? When you say that out loud, women think that like, 
oh, that's not true. That's just the bitches you fuck with. And I'm like, listen, that's like 90% of y'all, bro. Like, again, income matters. I don't give a fuck. Facts. Listen, if I was broke, bro, like, you want, could you get bitches? Sure. Yeah. But you're not going to get the caliber of bitches. You're not going to be able to keep the women that you want to keep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you won't get a certain kind of one. You won't get them busted women inside that section. Because you can't afford the section for them busted bitches to come in. Facts. Big big facts. Big facts. It's it's weird because, like, um, it's like when I was preaching to some of my homegirls, I was like, I was like, y'all gotta remember that, men. If we fall, ain't nobody gonna catch us. Like no. we have, we gonna have our family, but we have nobody to save us. We are the Superman. We have to save ourselves. Y'all, a lot of y'all, y'all got cribs because you got mad at your mama and you needed to find a nigga that was cute enough that could put a roof over your head. Yeah. Every chick I know that's in a serious relationship right now, that's happy, quote unquote. They got mad at their parents. Was like, I want, I want to leave, and then they found a nigga that had a crib and moved in with him. Yeah, the rest is history. Listen, man, it's it's, it's a survival crazy. tactic, but it doesn't work for men. It's, it's biological, is what it is, though. This is the thing, right? Men are biologically made to, and look, women hate hearing this shit, but biologically, men we're made to spread our seed far and wide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a population tactic. Yeah, where we we want to find quantity where women biologically they look for quality because they need a quality man that can protect them and their children and provide for them that and keep well. them alive that is well. you know what i'm saying yeah facts 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 that's why i said bro as a man it's your it's your imperative your duty you have to build the castle bro mm-hmm. because that woman no matter how much she wants to rant and rave talking about i want a partnership she's not going to help you build that castle b you got to build the castle Mm-hmm. And that way she can come in and put up some drapes and be like, see, we built this castle together. <laughs> like, real talk. This is fast. That's, that's what she wants to bring. She wants to this lay down fast. a carpet and be like, well, we built this castle together. This is fast. You did all the hard masonry work. You know what I'm saying? You fucking <laughs> fought off, you know, leagues and hordes yeah, yeah. of other people. Because yeah, this yeah. is the crazy part, right? You that people also don't like to talk away. about. Life is competition for men. You got to think about it. A bunch of people are competing for your job. For your this position at your job. This is for that same raise you're going for. This is facts. When it comes to women, all men are competing against each other to get the same type of woman. Let's be honest. That's why you see most women when they go out, bro, they get hit on by three, four type of dude, mm-hmm. uh, three, four different dudes. Mm-hmm. That don't happen for men. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Whereas in women, they're like, oh, it's so disgusting when a man comes and talks to me. Like, bitch, you love that shit. That's why you out here half naked shaking your ass. This is facts. Because this was crazy, right? I remember I was talking to this chick. And she's like, I just like going out with my girls and having fun. I'm like, then why not go to a gay why not go to a gay bar? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, what? And I was like, why not go to, if, uh, if all you want to do is hang out with your girls and not be bothered by men, go to a gay bar. Facts. And she's like, well, it's not the same. I was like, yeah, because there's no male attention there's at the no other fucking male bar. attention. And that's what's crazy, bro. But again, they, people don't want to admit uncomfortable truths because, again, it's uncomfortable. They yeah. don't like seeing that shit. They don't like knowing that, Cause I'm like, like, most shit that men do is to be able to attract a decent partner. I mean, this is true. Like, I mean, men, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, even when I do the whole ignoring chicks in the bars and shit, like, you know, some, nine times out of ten when I go out, I just kind of want to chill, watch a game. Yeah. And kind of be unbothered. But every now and then, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of feel like going to Scooch Hunt. Where the Cougars at? Where, where they at? And, yeah. I'll, and I'll go to a spot that I might have them. But... You know, with chicks, they, they have to have attention. Even if they got somebody, they got to have that attention. Bro, that's why that's why they can do girls' trips. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's why they do fucking girls' nights out. Mm. Again, if it was about just being with the girls, 
Y'all can stay in for a movie night, bro. Yeah, facts. Like, there yeah, was, I don't gotta go nowhere. This is like, um, there was like one time, I think I told a story on my show, but I went, I went to Bar Louie. It was the middle of the day, happy hour. I sat down, and there was some chick who was sitting like a seat over from me, and I was like, oh, she's cute, but she was talking to bartender about her boyfriend problems. I'm like, oh, I'm not giving me something. Now. I'm just trying to watch this Astros game. Yeah, drink this beer. I don't give a fuck. And an older. First up was this white couple came to me. They were like, "Hey, is anybody sitting in these seats?" And I was like, mm, "No." He's like, "Oh, can you move over?" I was like, "Nah, I kind of like this seat, man." Yeah, I, I like there. my view from here. Yeah. And then like five minutes later, this older black dude was like, "Hey, bro, anybody sitting in that seat next to you?" I'm like, "Nah." He's like, "Oh, can you just go over me? I got a friend." I was like, "Oh, I got you, bro." Let's go down. <laughs> and I scoot down, right? All right. So I'm sitting next to this chick. As soon as I sat next to the chick, immediately she kind of like clinched up her body language change. It went from super casual to, oh my God, this nigga sitting next to me. Yeah. He's going to try and holler at me and that kind of shit. Yeah. But I didn't. I just, watched, I just kept watching the game, kept looking at my phone. No, 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 no. As I started looking at my phone, I'm shopping for guitars and shit. I'm looking for some cool shit. And she starts opening up the more I start looking at cool shit. She's looking at my phone. And then she started getting all relaxed. Two black dudes leave. I scoot right back yeah. over and I start stretching my arms. Like, oh man, thank God, I finally got some space. No, 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 no. Bartender's like, "This is why I love you, Slim man. You're so real. You're so you're you're just you. You're just you." And I was like, "Yeah." And then the chick was trying to like chime in and trying to talk, and I was like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like I was sitting next to you for like a, a damn near an hour. You could have yeah, said something. Then say a thing, and then when a nigga jumps over, and then when I jumped over, she looked super offended. It was weird, but it's because she thought. That's just gonna get that attention. Yeah, and then exactly. when she didn't get it, she didn't know what the fuck to think. She forgot she had a whole nigga at home. Yeah, that was making her mad. Facts. Because Facts. one random guy did not give her no play. Yeah, so, it, it just be wild, bro. But women don't. They want their cake and want to eat it too, and then yeah. they want the cake off your. Off your again, bro. I see a woman. She's throwing ass right, and I remember I, was, I wanted to talk, go talk to her. Right, she's throwing ass or whatever, and she's like blowing off every dude. I was like, excuse me, can I talk to you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Mm-mm. and I was like, no, 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 not like that. Like, I want to ask you a question. Mm. And she's like, well, what's the question? What's up? Mm. And I was like, and I was like, I see you, you know, you're over here doing your thing. Like, you look good. But every man that I've seen approach you, I'm like, which my current count is like seven. I'm like, maybe I missed some in the beginning, but mm. my current count is seven. I, was like, I noticed you're not giving any of them like no play. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, so if you want to throw ass, why not go to a gay bar? And she's like, what you mean? Like, I just want to come dance with my homegirls. I was like, so why not do it at a gay bar? I was like, they have the same music. Facts. You know what I'm saying? They play, they play, honestly, never mind as well. Yeah. Beats, <laughs> beats be jumping at the same spots. Yeah, it's facts. It's facts. And then she's like, well, because I like this spot. I'm like, no, you like that there's men here that come up to you just so you can deny them. Bro, I'm t- I can't tell you how many times like I've seen women okay. get off on a power trip of just telling the dude no. This is facts. Like, it's, it's wild, though, bro. Like... Bombshells, for example, it is typically it used to technically be more of a male dominated space. Even though there's chicks in skimpy outfits running yeah. around, it was more of a male dominated space. It's where yeah. it's where men go to watch the game, look at some ass and some titties with chill. no pressure and just chill. You can hit on these girls and they gotta be nice to you because they work here. Yeah, you know you can work on your game and shit. But then around, I think it's a terrible place to work on your game though, because like you said, they have to be nice to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a good place to work on your game. Yeah. I don't have no game. I, I just exist. <laughs> I, but, I get what you're saying, but, though. But this is where guys go to try and build their confidence. Some guys go to build yeah. their confidence. I just I, I get what you're saying, though. But, you know, during lockdown, during COVID and shit, um, 
it kind of became a club because everything else was closed. Bars were closed, yeah. clubs were closed. So Friday, Saturdays, when the DJs come out, it was just fucking jumping. Yeah, through the I, roof I remember that bombshells this like right here, right by us. Yeah, I remember going there and it was like jumping on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it was jumping. Now there's room, but it was it was packed the fuck out. Yeah, nah, it was like, a club. like people would be there. I remember they would be playing like like dance music, mm-hmm. and then like if there was a fight. They would only mute it for the main event, mm-hmm. and then they would just go and back go to back jumping. To I'm music. like, God yep. damn! Yep, they still do that. Yeah, because I used to go to Ojos like when everything was like shut down. Because I used to live on a different side of town. I used to be on the east side, mm. and there's like Ojos locos over there. Oh, you ever been to Chulas too? Huh? Yeah, I've been to Chulas too. Chulas lit. I was thinking about going there today. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would go to Ojos, and it's the same thing, bro. Like you would go because it'd be like a full on club. Yeah, like, it'd, be, yeah it'd, be, it'd be wild, and. Then, like, chicks started realizing, oh, there's men's up in here. Yeah. And, then, and then as soon as a girl walk in there, you know, you got a bunch of thirsty dudes. They're going to instantly start buying them drinks and shit. Yeah. And, you know, like, when I, when I would tell some, when I used to tell a bunch of stories about ignoring girls who just be wilding out and doing the most next to me, it's like, oh, they just wanted a drink and attention. I'm not going to give it to them. Yeah. I'm protecting my wallet. I'm protecting my ego. Yeah, you got to always protect your meat. You facts. Know, money, energy, attention, and time. Always facts, protect your facts. meat. You got to protect that shit. And, there's like two black females. First and foremost, technically, I I wasn't their type anyway. Yeah. You know, like I was just chilling. I'm just kind of like in my own zone. Yeah. And they sat next to me and they were acting like I wasn't their type. I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm not here for y'all. I'm not yeah, here for I'm y'all. Chilling. I'm chilling. And I saw them earlier dance with a whole bunch of niggas and niggas was buying them drinks. And, um, you know, they're old dusty niggas, but, you know, they were still niggas. Yeah. Niggas didn't get no play. And they came and sat next to me. And the more I ignored them, the more they just started doing the more started dancing on the bar, shaking the bus, all about me and shit, bumping into me. So, oh, I'm sorry. And then throughout the end of, at the end of the night, nigga, this space between our fucking bars was like non-existent. Fu- fucking yeah. non-existent. <laughs> like they were like elbowing me and shit. And I think I was seeing the chick at the time and I had her as my wallpaper. And then she looked over and she saw the chick. She was like, Went back to home, girl. Like, oh, girl, I told you not to try and talk to him, man. Like, look, he got he got a white girl on his phone. I'm uh, like, I was man. like, that's what did it in was a white girl thing. Was it, like, it was that she was. White. I was like, <laughs> you hoes did not even like me. Like, even <laughs> fucking with me this that's, entire time. That shit is weird. Yeah, I'm like, it's, oh. it's dumb. But I was like, uh, uh, but when you take your gaze away, they yeah lose their shit. It's just wild. So listen, man, before we wrap it up, I know on Splash World Radio, y'all always talking about. You know, y'all release un- unreleased music and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, y'all playlists be jumping and stuff like mm. that. But I want to ask about, mm. like, artists is not really jumping like that right now. Like, can you give me two artists that is kind of like, I, I don't want to say the words underground, but maybe aren't, like, just jumping like that, that mm. you know that you kind of want to just put their name out there right now that people should go listen to? Cousin Stiz. He got a new album coming out soon. Cousin Stiz, he's a dude from Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, he's been out since like 2015. S T I Z Stiz? Yeah, Stiz. Okay. Stizzy. Cousin Stiz. Uh, his shit's fire. I sneak his songs in on in an all for bar playlist. Like, oh, okay. All yeah, sometimes time. I hear people, I don't know who it is, but the, yeah. it be, y'all, y'all yeah, play with yeah, the jumping. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I need to get back to releasing like the actual playlist track list on the Instagram. I just yeah, I know. Cause I remember I asked Dan. I was like, bro, I need this playlist from this episode, and he was like, he's like, oh yeah, bro, Slim gonna put it on Instagram, and I was like, did I miss it? <laughs> uh, nah, sometimes I just don't post it. I get lazy. But, <laughs> I get um, it. Actually, uh, Curly, it was funny. Uh, Curly, I was in the middle of like mixing an episode, and Curly called me. He's like, hey, I need a playlist from that last episode. I'm like, which which one? He's like, uh. Oh, this one. I was like, all right, I got you. Give me a minute. And that uh, little Uzi Vert mix you had, I need that hope. Oh, that one's fire. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. 
Um, cousin Stiz, he's fire. I might do a Cousin Stiz episode, just a whole Cousin there Stiz. There we go. He's fire. Um, fucking, who else? Loverboy Ty, he's a local artist. Okay. Yeah, from Spring, Splashdown. Support him. He's kind of like a slower kind of R&B kind of dude. Yeah. People thought he was like an OVO dude or something. Like yeah. That. I'm like, nah, this nigga works at a liquor store and he can sing real good. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> he ain't working at a liquor store, but, but he can sing real good. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. All uh, right. So Loverboy, Ty. Yep. And, and Cousin, Cousin Stiz. 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 Oh, Cousin Stiz, sorry. Cousin Stiz, he coming. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw out two Latin dudes, man, because, you know, I got to show my people some love every peso, now and again. Peso, peso. Even though people that just listen to me, they're like, <laughs> they're like, oh, that's two niggas on the podcast. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Mexican, I swear. Well, Hispanic. So, two Hispanics. This is a dude out of San Antonio that I like. Just got put onto mm. not too long ago. His name is that Mexican OT. Mm. Yeah. If, if y'all listen to his shit, bro, he's got some fucking fire. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Like he's got some shit that really be jumping. I actually like. I think I saw him on TikTok, and like there's some song called Child's Play, and mm. then there was another one. But he's got a couple songs, bro. Like he takes like old. Like Mexican songs, like like shit that you would hear like at your uncle's barbecue type shit, mm. and puts a beat over it, and then raps mm. over that hoe, and that shit go hard. So that that Mexican OT, and then to show some local love, this dude's from Conroe. So I mean, not too local, but he's still in the area. Mm. Uh, Trap Boy Green, mm. also he randomly added us like Cement Block Productions on Instagram, where mm. I was like, the fuck, and I was like, who's this? And like I looked at the page, and I found out he's a rapper from Conroe. And then that, it kind of just got me curious where I was like, happens. well, let me hear what shit he's got. And then I kind of went to his page. And like I said, he's, he's got some hits too. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. pretty wild. But I remember talking to Dan where I was like, bro, I wish y'all would do like a Latin trap episode like with the music. I got y'all. Because this is the thing though, right? Because like, I was telling, uh, who was I talking? I was telling TJ about it. I was like, bro, I was like, sometimes I feel like I can't talk to y'all about Certain albums or like certain artists, because mm. I don't think that y'all actually know about. Them. Like well, when Bad Bunny's uh, summer album dropped, I was like, like bro, that. I literally have no one to talk to because I don't know no Hispanics Sweet. except my sister. So I had to like talk to her about it. But, <laughs> but you know, Sweet, what I'm it's, it's weird. Uh, Bad Bunny, I'm in and out on. He's he's got some shit. Yeah. Uh, when I was there was there's this one chick uh, I used to work with. Actually, I work, actually, it was two of them. They were they always bug me like you dress like Bad Bunny. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like do I? Yeah. Oh, you be wearing Crocs, you know? No, <laughs> no, not at all. They just saw me wearing striped pants and a fur coat one day, and they're like, I get. I, he's a little eccentric too, like with his fashion. So I, I guess. Get it. I guess I got that. Um, Bad Bunny's fire. Uh, Peso, Peso. He's from Houston. Yeah. He's fire. Uh, he's on Maxo Cream's current project coming out soon. Oh, I think. Dope. I've been waiting on Maxo Cream to drop some too. Max. But, Check this out. If you want to hear a good like Latin trap artist, bro, like if you just want to give it a listen, mm. Eladio Carion. So it's E L A D I O C A R R I O N. Eladio Carion. I'll text it to you so you can remember. Yeah, but listen, bro. Like listen to his shit. He's got a song with Smoke Perk called "Huh." Hmm. That shit's great. Like you, you just gotta give like, it a listen. That sounds like it has potential to slap. It's got smoke perk on it. Yeah, it's it's it's. You smoke perk kind of fell off, but yeah, he, he did a little. He bit. can produce really good. Like, oh, speaking of falling off, tell me why. So look, today randomly, right? I was listening to my playlist, mm. and uh, Jeski popped up on my shit, and I was like, "The fuck happened to Lil Pump? Like, what happened uh, to Jeski Grizzly? Lil Pump is." He what was, happened he, to him, he was, though? I don't know. He was uh, running behind Trump. And I think he shot a shot at Amber Heard. He said Amber Heard could shit in his bed anytime. Uh, 
Okay. Well done. Was like, what happened to him on music though? Like well he just disappeared. But I remember he did like two songs with T Grizzly, which is what put me on to him. And like, uh, well, also you know the, the he Gucci did a song with, with Kanye too. Yeah, yeah. The, he, was, he was hot for a minute. Yeah, and, so and I just don't know what happened to him. He, like, got, he just he, he put some weight on. Kept drinking Wayne. Oh, then he got fat, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that Kevin Gates shit where he got fat. Yeah. yeah. Lane will do that. Lane will get you fat, bro. Lane will, like, because niggas be dropping gyrants and that shit. Not only that, bro. That shit make you sleepy. So all you do is you're literally drinking sugar and then going to sleep. And then going to sleep back. So it's like. Is, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, well. I remember I, I hit a small lean phase, mm. but luckily it only lasted like three months. One, I mean, it's expensive as fuck. Yeah. And two, I don't like downers. So Same. I was not enjoying like my lean experience where I was like, bro, this ain't really like it. See, when I was doing it, I would like, this was like before niggas got stupid with it. Like this was like when, this was like back when like Lil Wayne was peak like doing it. But even then, like I never really pour like a whole thing. I just pour like a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of Sprite, mix it up to where it tastes good, and I'm just chilling. Like, I mean, I, well, they be talking about like throwing like a like uh, throwing, throwing a deuce in there. I'm like, bro, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm like, that's a, a lot. Fucking dude. lot. Like, I'm not trying to take a nap. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I like my shit like very light. Pink. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, but like I said, bro, I don't do Easter good with pink. downers. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, I don't do good with downers. So, downers. A little bit. I remember. So just a quick story. I remember I took a bar one time. I've taken I've taken a bar twice. Mm, okay. Yeah. The first time I took a bar, bro. I literally woke up. I couldn't remember shit. But I woke up next to a bitch. So I was like, oh, well, everything worked out fine. Oh, so I was really? like, I'll take it again. I took another one. The second time I woke up, bro, I lost like, allegedly, at this time, I was uh, selling narcotics. So I had, you know what I'm saying? I lived a different type of lifestyle. <laughs> so I woke up, bro. I lost $2,000 in cash. I lost, I lost the pistol and I lost my pants. I was like, the Dang. fuck? <laughs> and I say my pants, but like my, my wallet. You know what I'm saying? So I, I couldn't find my wallet. I couldn't find this gun, and I could not find this two thousand dollars worth of cash. Because I just had it like in a knot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah, like, yeah. bro, what the fuck happened to my shit? I woke up again. I'm in an apartment. I don't know. But now there's no bitches. Like it's me and two other dudes. Where I'm like, what the fuck? I, I don't know these two dudes either, by the way. Mm. So I'm like, bro, I don't remember where the night started. Where I was like, I'm gonna take this bar because I was at my place. You know mm. what I'm saying? When I first took the bar. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to meet up with some partners later. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And then just don't know what happened after that. So like I said, bro, I, I lost, this is all legend. I lost $2,000, a gun, and my wallet. I was like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, so never again. I never took a bar after that. Because I was like, I do not like this feeling whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hate downers. Yeah, downers. Downers, it's because I'm, I'm very naturally upbeat. So I, I don't do downers. Yeah. Downers, I don't like to feel sluggish. Uppers, mm, And when you yeah. smoke weed, you like, like that upper shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I don't smoke, like weed that makes me sleepy. See, weed, when I smoke weed, it makes me like a little bit more anxious. It makes me talk a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But like people try to get me to do Adderalls and shit. And I'm just like, nah, that shit will kill me. Like I feel like it'll make my heart like, like jump out my yeah. chest. And I, I can't do none of that. You know what's crazy? So look, I remember, so when you're in prison, they basically just like experiment a bunch of drugs on you to try to figure out what's wrong with you, right? Mm. And I remember they gave me this drug, bro, that... Uh, because I remember they were like, oh, you're very hyperactive. Like, we need you to kind of, like, chill out. Mm. So they gave me something that was, like, basically a knockoff version of, like, Ritalin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they needed, like, me to focus. I remember taking that shit, bro, and I was a zombie. Like, I, I would take that shit, bro. Literally, no bullshit. The first day I took it, I slept for, like, 28 hours. Damn. Like, I took it, and motherfuckers would wake me up, right? Because so they, they bring you your food three times a day. I'm still in county at this time. Mm. So, you know, they bring you your meals. So you have to go down there though And they gotta see your face And you gotta grab it mm. Cause you gotta like Put your hand out So they can read your name So mm. motherfuckers Will wake me up Just so I could get up Get my food And just give them my tray So I go back to sleep Like I was a, 
I was zombie, son. Zombie. And I remember it was so funny. I always tell this joke, but I have you heard of Respirol? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How have you heard of it? Uh, who told me? It was like a homeboy who told me about it. Oh, do you remember that lawsuit going around because they were giving boys titties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they put me on respite when I was 17 years old. Yeah, and I remember getting out of jail and I was like, bro, I might have a lawsuit on my hands. And I was like, because I always make the joke, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like a little chunky or whatever. So I'm always like, damn, bro. I was like, I was like, what if that's just the reason that I can't lose this like last little bit of chest fat? <laughs> I'm like, respite all gave me titties. That's why. Maybe. You never know. That's a lawsuit. Bro, I, I can't wait to start working out again. Oh, who bro. was it? I think it might have been my dad. Because my dad, he was going through uh, some chemo shit. And he was oh. taking like some meds. And then he don't know what combination of the shit was, was giving it to him. But he was like, his he had like fatty glands. And yeah. Boobs now and that shit have like, fuck you. Like, listen, man. Like, not to get too into it. But that shit actually like, fucks up your like nipples. Because like, it fucks up a, a lot of like your like uh, nodes. Especially mm. like around your nipple area. That's scary. Or yeah, no, it fucks your shit up, dog. It, <laughs> it really fucks up your muscle like build also. Like it, yeah. it's weird. That's super weird. It makes you I don't even it make it doesn't make you bad built, but it definitely doesn't help. You know what I'm saying? Mm. To where like you gotta work out a lot to like counteract it. But hey man, I appreciate you coming in last minute again, dog. Oh no, being no, a no, special anytime. guest. Anytime. Uh, go ahead, shout out your social media anyway, and shit, man. man. Like let people know where they can find you at, dog. Uh I am I run the Instagram for splash dot world with a U dot radio. Uh, also slam underscore Burton and you'll find me. You'll find me. I promise. <laughs> uh, same, same, th- same, same thing for Twitter. Same thing through Twitter. Uh, same shit. That's about it. I mean, it's been good to be in here. Blessings. Like you caught me while I was waking up. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, oh shit, this is cool. I ain't got nothing planned. What else you got to do today? Me? Yeah, you. Ah, nothing, bro. So you trying to get some beers? Sure. So let's go. Don't bet that. All right, y'all, you, you heard it here live. Me and Slim gonna go get something to drink right yeah, now, man. Uh, let's get it. So yeah, so for whenever you want to listen to it, if you want to tell your followers and shit like that, uh, this is block, this drops every Friday. Talk, block talk, talk at all dro- times. Y'all only drop one time a week. Yeah, we only drop once a week. Uh, I know it seems like it's a lot, right? But yeah, nah, yeah, it's only yeah, one time a week, bro. Yeah. But. I was telling, I was talking to Dan about it, right, bro? Because I know y'all know like a lot of artists, and I know y'all do some music shit. Mm. I want to get like an, a, like an outro song, like so a two minute song, and then take like maybe like a fifteen to thirty second clip and mm. put that in the beginning of the mm. episode. That way, it's like a consistent intro outro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, you said you wanted a jingle or something. Yeah, like, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it off podcast yeah, right now. But I appreciate y'all. This has been Block Talk, man. I'm booking. It's- Patron Poppy. Patron Slam Poppy, Burton. dog. You know what I'm saying? The the better half of Splash Four Radio. The better half. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not as I'm not as wild as Dano. Yeah. Shout out to Dan. Shout no hot sauce on no titties over here. Yeah, we got we got episode fifty coming, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> episode fifty coming. Be on the lookout. Later, peace.